just you get to choose. Like here's here's the scenario: the the environment gives us something which can be perceived as negative, can be perceived as not working, can be perceived as problematic. The world's ending, so we get to choose to see it like that, or we get to see choose to see it as an opportunity. So clearly, that it's my responsibility now to do that for other people. If I have information, and you know, other people's success is my success, and vice versa. Because you know what, like the challenges or the roadblocks are the journey themselves. There's no big things. It's all little things compounding on top of each other. I'm pumped to share yet another episode of Truth Seekers on a special edition Coach's Corner with Coach Nick Davies and myself, Coach Josh Krakow. As we approach our 100th episode, Coach Nick and I acknowledge today that a lot of the principles we discuss are nothing new. We're not discovering anything new. What we're doing is using iteration to understand principles more deeply as we share our own experiences and our clients to talk, talk about how we can get more clarity with, with these principles. So of course you'll hear repeats of the things that we take away, but we have a special takeaway addition today as we talk about the 95 previous episodes we've recorded. So listen for a few things on this week's episode of Truth Seekers, where nothing surprises me anymore, but at the same time, everything surprises me. Enjoy. Welcome, everybody, to another special edition of Truth Seekers Coaches Corner with our good old buddy, old pal, Coach Nick Davies. I am your your captain, your host, your co-host, your co-captain, Coach Josh Greco, Coach Nick Davies. What is up? Super special, extra special, Thursday afternoon, cranking it. it. Energy is up. Energy is... Mm. What just occurred to me is like, it's not just a energy is up or energy is down, right? Obviously, that's there's a big spectrum of like how up and how down, but it's also like what type of energy is up and up and down. That's a, a matrix of energy. A matrix of energy yeah i'm picturing a whole little like a swirl like a cyclone of energy here just everything kicking up and intermixing with each other and is that how magic happens coach yeah i mean how often have you gone into a situation and like you didn't had something you did but you didn't expect of yourself like was is that was that something that wasn't real for you like is that was the was are you with the actual were you were you in that moment or was it someone something else Hmm. it would have to be you right maybe just a a version of you that you haven't let yourself believe is possible yeah right exactly so it's like when you when you do that you open up the realization of like oh okay i can do that Hmm, well i wonder what else i can do yes kicked off this conversation with asking you like what was surprising from your day because i know that you've been cranking so much delivery out there helping lots of people lots of stuff going on and just kind of stacking all that energy together I always find it interesting to think about that way. What was surprising today? What didn't I expect, big or small? Mm. Anything come out for you? Yeah, I, I am obsessed with just going with my initial gut. Something popped into my head, so I feel like I should share that. So uh, just how how much fun I had with it. How you know? So just to give the background, it was back-to-back for probably, uh, it was close to six hours today, which is the most I've ever done. And uh, yeah, just one zoom to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next. And look at me, do I look tired? Do I look like my energy is drained? Like I, I, I'm fully engaged still, I feel good. So maybe another surprise there that uh, 
I'm not like just ready to, to go to bed. <laughs> like the energy, the energy matrix is going wild right now. And um, I think that's a testament that I, I am doing what I love and it gives me energy. Like I, I think that's a huge sign that I'm in the right place. But yeah, the surprise is that like I'm having fun with it and, uh, and how, how fast time goes by. Like what the hell? The day's over here. I, some, I sometimes think like, so the energy matrix whipping up has given me like a, like what, once you step in, like, so this could be some trepidation beforehand. Like there's a lot of stuff going on and you can think of it like your day to day. It could be anything that is exciting and a little bit scary, which if it's not either of those two things, you probably shouldn't do it anyway. Cause it's not going to give you any value. And if you're not going to get value, you're probably not giving much value. Once you step in, it's like, whoosh, you're gone. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, it's only the, it's like the only thing to be scared of is fear itself. You know, and I'm not saying that you're scared of it, but like the, it's the order, at least the anticipation of it. It's like, once you step in, like, all you've got, it doesn't matter. Like, time disappears because you're in it, you're doing it. Maybe that's the case to be made for the back to back to back to back to back to back. Maybe not, maybe there's a limit of the amount of hours that should happen for, but that's definitely the case to be made for it. If you have a little break enough to like calm down a little bit, then that might be a detriment of giving you that like roller coaster ride. Mm. Just stay in it. There's no yeah. coming down and got to speed up again. Like there's no loss of momentum. So that because we know how much force it requires to get the initial momentum. Mm. If you're in it, like you don't even when you're in the flow, you're in the state, you don't even know. You, you just track the time. Oh, it's done. Yeah. Right. It's all over. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So maybe the flip side of like what, what didn't surprise me today is how, you know, it, it's, it's not surprising because it is and vice versa. So I'll see if this makes sense to you, but, um, you know, it sounds confusing, but what I mean by that is uh, like, what you say, just lean into it, embrace it. You know, this stretch a year ago, no chance. And it was probably just my mindset, right? With like, there's no way I could do this. But now there was no doubt that I could do it. It was just knew that it would be a bit of a stretch. But to your point, like once I'm in it, it just goes by. We talk about, you know, back to back to back to back. You left out a couple there, coach. So there's a couple added up to the end. All back to backs. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just the fact that it, it, it wasn't, it wasn't surprising. It wasn't, uh, I was ready for it. It was to your point, like I, I leaned into it and I was, I just immersed myself in it and I blink and all of a sudden it's the end of the day here. Yeah. And so I was thinking about that today when I was in between my calls and I only had one that was back to back. And even that wasn't because that was the call that we were on together. It finished early. <laughs> and so I was thinking with those 15 minute breaks I had in between, is this better or not? Because I had a chance to like go to the bathroom or like fill my water up and stuff. Like that's good. <laughs> but if I was to squeeze them, and in fact, I've got an experiment I'm doing tomorrow because I'm flying to Florida for a family thing in the morning. So normally my uh, work half a day Friday and I'm done by you know one o'clock or so. And I've moved all my clients to the afternoon. So I start at, I fly in the morning, got a little bit of space. I start at 12.30 and I'm done by four. And I have six clients 
or six calls in that in that time. So back to back, except for a 15 minute break. So I want to get like all of that done in that amount of time. So that's gonna be interesting to see how that feels. Mm. Little purpose. Let's see. Because it also helps you keep the course tighter as well, right? It's like that's another thing. I was going to mention that my transitions are phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Start to wrap up. Like you're so aware of, uh, of what you have to make happen for that to run smoothly. All right. And I, so I want to start to make this conversation make sense for other people who might be watching this, right? There's not everybody out there that, uh, you know, might be, might live on zoom, but if your schedule is busy, how much more, um, like acuity you have to have with how to make that work. There's like these little hacks and you're so alert. And that's where I think the energy comes from is that you, to our point in previous episodes, right? It's always there, but we're, it's coming to us out of a place of necessity. We need it to be there so that we can operate efficient, efficiently, uh, wrap in an effective way so that, you know, we're, we're recapping value before we jump to the next one. And then the intro, meeting people where they are, right? If, if high energy, high energy, high energy, and then you know, you gotta, you gotta connect with somebody who might not be having a great day. They don't want to hear that high energy right away. So you got to bring it down a, a little bit. So just like you're hyper aware, that's the word, right? Awareness. You're hyper aware of everything. You're really in tune with all your surroundings, even as you transition. Sensory acuity and hundred percent uptime. That's what it is. Yeah. Knowing exactly where it is all the time, like being like controlling the frame, you know, that's what it's all about. And I, you know, to your, to your point, like I think our listeners will be able to translate that to whatever it is they're doing. Like, if you think about your business, it's essentially how much time are you wasting? <laughs> and that's the flip of it, right? What is your right balance for what is full, busy? It's different for everyone, but there's always a waste. I had a client actually share with me a couple of weeks back that he wasn't doing what he was supposed to want to be doing. He's like, I'm procrastinating too much and I'm packing it a little bit. It's like, well, he's got actually had too much time, too much time. I had four hours to do 15 minutes worth of stuff. It's like, <laughs> took four and didn't even do it because by the time he got so much procrastinating, he's like, oh, I can't do it. So it's stack, stack the deck as always, coach. Yeah, almost bring some of that pressure on on purpose because that's where, right? Yeah, people perform under pressure. Yeah, so you you've got to show up. You've already made commit. That's why it's, coaching is so powerful, right? Because you've already made a commitment. To someone I had a client this week saying, oh, "I almost cancelled our call today." And at the end of the course, that I said, that, "Chris, that was my favorite thing about our call today was the fact that you showed up when you didn't want to show up." It's so yeah. important, right? Because because we know that most of success is showing up. He, he rocked the call after the first 30 seconds, like 30 seconds a minute, he was fine. That's all it takes sometimes. You know, it's just getting and doing it. Showing up is what's, what's showing up. And maybe we can uh, toast to that, Coach. So we are approaching 100 episodes. Speaking of just showing up, you know, it's been <laughs> two years in the making, right, of... We don't know what the heck we're doing with this podcast, but guess what? We're going to keep showing up. Yeah. I think we're, we're seeing some of the cool, you know, we get great feedback from uh, our guests, from people who are watching it, from our viewers, just like little nuggets that they take away just from these conversations. I think you and I, you might, we might agree that, you know, maybe the biggest impact or benefit is what you and I get out of this conversation. Right. 
but uh, but yeah, if somebody else is enjoying that or, or you know gleaning some something from that conversation, then even better. But how about that? A hundred podcast episodes. What do you think of that? Well, I wonder what we should do for the hundredth. Hmm. Because we're a little bit away from that, but no doubt we're going to get there. It will become up pretty quick. So I wonder what we should do about that. How we how we might share that. But, but also, that, that's aside for a second, what you said I think is really worth going back to about perhaps the biggest part of it is us having the conversations. I think that's, I think that's really important across the board for whatever you might be doing in your career or your business. Do you get direct impact enjoyment for what you're doing? Because if you do, then you will keep showing up. If you don't and you're waiting for something else externally to happen, then time is going to beat you or, or work against you, I should say, versus if you're showing up for you, then time's going to work for you because you'll get the compound mm. impact. So mm. I don't mind if we show up and do this for a thousand episodes. Like, well, I think we will anyway. I think we will because we're just, we're just talking about what we like to talk about, which we know helps us, which, feels good and we get to sharpen the saw and then we go and get to take that to clients and then which is what we enjoy as well anyway so uh, let's just share that and then as we go along we'll make make cooler and cooler ways to share it but essentially that's what it is i'm wondering so maybe we transition into a special takeaway today of what we're taking away not from today's conversation but from the whole this whole journey here of, of you know approaching a hundred conversations. So what I might say is just the the iteration that has developed over these last two years. Like we, it's not new principles, right? We don't talk about anything new in episode number hundred. <laughs> so it's it's showing up and knowing that you and I don't want to talk about the same exact thing. Like we have to find these other angles, right? We got to pick the circle up and like spin it around and see well what's on this side. What haven't we uncovered about this? You know the bottom part of the rock, for example. So that's been my favorite part is like, okay, I'll give you an example. Um, like, let's just think of a principle. What's the first principle, coaching principle that comes to mind for you? But if anything is possible. Yeah. So, and how many times have you said that? But also how many, <laughs> how many, how many different types of conversation has it led to, right? If you don't just say that. And then I say, okay, yeah, well, that, you know, that's this. And it was the same thing. It's always something different and there's always a different angle for it. So same thing with like stretching, right? We covered stretching today. And so it's all different uh, experiences, but it's different, it's different angles. And every time we talk about another one, it's just that much more sharp that we get. It's that much, that's that much more power that we we glean from it and we get to take that into the rest of our life. More reps you put in, the less you can see the impact of the reps you're putting in. Say that one more time. The more reps you put in, the less you can see the impact of the reps you're putting in until it all comes thundering down. <laughs> I keep coming back to this thing I watched about, which is one of those quick internet things that I saw about Kobe Bryant talking about what training would like is like in the NBA. Typically people would wake up at 10 or 11, go train from 12 until two or something and then come and have lunch and then come back and then train from like four until six, go home, have dinner, rest up and do the same thing the next day. So what if 
you got up at four and you did a six till eight training, then you had then you had a break and then you did you know, eleven till one, and then you had a break and you did three till four, and then you had a break and you did like another one. I got, he said I I did that for years. I did four hours every to, I did eight hours training to everyone else's four every day for for years. It's like how many years did he do it before it was seen as like one of the best ever? Because the more reps that he was putting in, the less you can see the impact of those reps until you see all of it. Now that that's that's the compound interest effect, right? It's like it, when it starts going, it really starts going. But you take you have got to, got to know that it takes a lot of reps and a lot of that stuff you can't see. Like the, when you first start, you can see it. Sure. Again. How many principles are swimming around my head now as I'm saying that? Because it's all the, it's the same stuff. Like that yeah. story, that story, that story. But it doesn't matter because I have so much certainty to know that all of these principles work because I got so much evidence because I see it every damn day. I was thinking about this today as I was working with, working with someone earlier and talking about like what is beliefs, evidence. Is beliefs is, not, is something that you're just certain about, right? And I'm looking out my window here to the beautiful yard and the sunny North Carolina and the lush green outside. I'm thinking, what color is grass? Coach, what color is grass? Green. Why do you believe that that grass is green? I've seen it. (laughs) (laughs) How many times have you seen it? Have you seen it once or more than once? (laughs) Thousands, thousands plus. So how much evidence do you have? I'm refuting. amounts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone could come to you and say, look, with absolute certainty that they believe grass is green, uh, is blue. Like I can say it. You would, even with the most open of mindsets, your first thought is, come on, man. Grass is green. We know that. And so you, in, that's how powerful beliefs are. You'd have to have like, even if someone showed you that grass was blue, you still throw it out. You're like, I'll be true. I know it's green. It's how powerful beliefs are. And, yeah. and just it, showing the evidence of those beliefs just creates such certainty in those beliefs that you're, you know that they'll always catch you or they're always true. So you, you can feel free to jump up and down on that block of certainty because it's not going to break yeah, i would also say at one point these beliefs were lessons for us like we had to go through it to understand it and then all of a sudden when we understand it we see how much it repeats in our life yeah so it starts as like a, i guess what's so what's the cycle then then right so there's well I'll, I'll tell you what it is it's the four levels of learning right yeah Right, start out unconscious incompetence. We're not aware of what we don't know. If I've never seen a blade of green grass before, I don't know about grass or green grass. Okay, I see it. Uh, uncon- I'm sorry, conscious incompetence. Like, is that green? Is it blue? What, what color is that? What, what are my colors? Okay, so then we establish it. Conscious competence. I'm aware of it. It's, it's there. And then I don't even think about it anymore. Conscious incompetence. I'm sorry, unconscious competence. Let me get that right. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> unconscious competence. Okay. And how much of our life do we just roll through at this level of unconscious competence? Mm. Our beliefs. Our beliefs are never questioned. 
or rarely questioned, but that's how you get lifts, right? Yeah, and I wonder what point does it become unconscious ignorance? Mm. Uh, like uh, being open to the consciousness of new evidence. I think that's one of the major problems in the world today. Well, it's like, well, that's a, it's a balance to be had, right? That's the tension in between to go, like, I'm so certain this is true. I'm so convicted in it. But at the same time, I'm also willing to throw the whole thing out immediately if I get new evidence. Hmm. I think that's really important because it's, it's being 100% convicted as to what you know is true in that given time. Because otherwise, it doesn't have the impact that it could. It's not as useful. It's like saying, I was talking to a client earlier about a dad mug, right? I've got one that Waverly made for me, which has her handprints on it from when she was one. It's a big mug, so I only use it at the weekends. But I know my mom and dad have got one, and they don't use theirs. It's in a, it's in a special place. Why don't they use theirs, would you think? Uh, they don't want to break it. They don't want to right. do it. They yeah. don't want to break it. <laughs> so how much use does it have? Right. Like, right. I might as well not have it. <laughs> it's like it's so special. Like it's like a, so if you've got a belief that you have, like that you know is powerful. It's like if you don't use it just in case, then it, you might as well not have it. But you've also got to be a hundred percent into it, but also know at any point that you can throw it out because that the cup might break. But, but you want to use it as much as you possibly can until that's okay. like it's like that's that's absolutely one hundred percent true until it's not. And I'm sure there's some good analogies to go along with that. <laughs> like to get the most out of anything, you've got to go all in. I guess that's what that is. Mm. And also be willing to get all the way out again. It doesn't make you wrong if you change it. it doesn't make you wrong. It's just you didn't something you didn't know, right? Yeah, but to have that humility that hey, even with my most certainties, my most certain things, I'm still open to a blue blade of grass. And that's also living in the moment, right? Not living in the past or the future. Because mm. if you're not if you're not convicted to lead, lead with the beliefs that you have, what you're saying is that I'm trusting a future version of me more than now. And that version will be better. So I can't be the, I can't be who I am until I'm the next version of who I am. And tomorrow never comes. Don't give your future self, your current self's beliefs. The irony is you'll never get to the future self if you don't be the best version of you in the moment. You got me thinking today, coach. It was a good one. <laughs> but, so I think the iteration is important as the takeaway for sure. And, but also to, to do something because it's useful for you, whatever that might be. And take that and share that. And like scratch your own itch, as Tim Ferriss might put it. Like do something where you find that valuable and share that shit. Get it out there. Mm. share it like a song coach yeah so i'd say well, let's end right there right so if, if uh whoever's listening is hearing something that's resonating there's probably you know hopefully if, if we're doing this right there could be dozens of things but take one and share it with somebody you know this is what we get to do every day we go share these principles when we identify them 
with, with the people that we talk to, right? Our clients. So go share this, go share one thing with maybe somebody is, is uh, green grassing, for example, okay? They're stuck in their beliefs. Just put it out like, hey, you're not open to this, right? Maybe, maybe do a little coaching yourself if you're listening to this uh, and you're identifying, you're picking up on somebody uh, failing to recognize one of these principles. You know, this is that ripple effect that we, we had the privilege of, of driving here is that we have no idea who watches this or what they do with it. But what I'd like to challenge people to do today is go make a difference based on what you're hearing. And don't just take it for yourself, but give it to somebody else too. I love the green grass in this. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could use that as a real check-in, right? And I wrote that down, green grass in. You can talk about green grass and you can like ask people if that really is true for them. And then there's a great test like to know if you're open or not. You can say, you ask that, you can say, maybe ask yourself, like, would you be open to the fact that grass is not green? Mm. Like, would you, if you could, you've got to really step into that and go, would I really be open to it? One of the things I sometimes say is that nothing surprises me anymore. Mm. But, but also everything surprises me. I love it. That might be a, an appropriate ending right there, coach. Go, go surprise some other people today. Take a principle, share it with somebody. Have a great week. We'll see you next week on another episode of Two Seekers. Thank you for watching another episode of Truth Seekers. We appreciate your interaction. So please comment, like, subscribe to YouTube, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want more, check out some of our links. Links to our masterclass, The Achiever's Mindset. And come join our LinkedIn group. And what do you want to see more of? Remember, we're here to share the simple secrets of successful. So help us do that. What do you want to see? What do you want to see more of? Thanks. And see you again next time.